Hey, welcome to the Skinny with Mike and Adam. This is episode 0115. This is going to be a very special episode. We're not going to do kind of a, well, I guess we are going to do kind of do a normal format, but uh, uh, we're going to do our very first Skinny versus Food. <laughs> Some of you guys might be familiar with the Travel Channel show Man versus Food with that fat fuck uh, Adam Richmond, where he goes around uh, the country and uh, he just kind of pigs out and tries to do these food challenges. Well, today is a very special day because uh, today is, we're recording this on Friday, October 10th, and today is Adam's birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to celebrate this occasion with my friends and possibly die tonight. It's, it's very possible that this um, challenge I'm going to do is, is going to kill me. But we'll see. We'll have to just see. Is Adam, what, what, are you, what are you facing today? What are you facing? So there's this restaurant in the Rancho Cucamonga area called Chili Red, and they are known for their five-pound burritos. So um, it's just like, I don't know, three tortillas or something like that filled with rice and beans and guac, and I think I'll get carne asada in it as well. And you're supposed to eat it. They don't have a time limit, thank goodness. But I don't know. They're, I tried the half order a couple of weeks ago, and I almost puked. So I'm really not holding out for much tonight, but I'm going to try. All right, but when you tried that two-and-a-half-pound burrito, you weren't prepped for it. You just kind of ate your normal throughout the day, and just, what, you just decided to go to the restaurant and give it a try? Yes. <laughs> you can see how excited Adam is <laughs> to, to face his enemy today. But, uh, uh, as today. but as for today, I've only had one bowl of cereal very early in the morning, I had a bowl of oatmeal for lunch and an orange somewhere in the middle there. And that is it. So I'm freaking hungry. And have you vacated your bowels yet? At 7.23 and 4 seconds this morning, my bowels were vacated quite well, I might add. Oh, good. I'm happy for you. You've been having a high-fiber diet. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to be checking in on him later in the show. But for now, I think uh, we just had a couple of uh, topics we wanted to get through uh, right at the beginning of the show. So uh, it's going to be kind of a short one. Uh, so bear with us. So, on to the feed. So, uh, just a couple, uh, just a couple of things that we we're pretty hyped up for uh, for going forward in the feed. Uh, one thing that is, uh, we got an album announcement for uh, January first of uh, you know. Uh, Sorry, uh, the, uh, the middle of uh, January, we've got the, the new album by Enter Shikari, and uh, that album's going to be called The Mind Sweep. Uh, Wasn't, it seems like that was the name of one of their songs, right? Why, why would I hear The Mind Sweep? I think, oh, that was Shikar Enter Shikari. I've actually, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too familiar with uh, Enter Shikari's uh, song names. I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of just listened to the full album, but uh, yeah, that's, that's going to come out in January. Uh yeah, January 20th, uh, 2015. 20th of January, 2015. You have to backwards it because they're English. Yeah, they're English. So so the 20th month of the year on the 1st, <laughs> they're in 2015. But uh, yeah, Enter Shikari is a band that both uh, both Adam and I are, you know, we really enjoy. And they have a very unique sound, kind of a hip-hop-y, kind of electronic, barely, hardcore. Barely hip-hop-y. I think, but they they do have some hip hop elements here and there, uh, and sprinkled in with some electronic, uh, alternative hardcore sound. A lot more. They have a lot more likes on Facebook than like the Gaslight Anthem 
and things like that, which is amazing because I would think the Gaslight Anthem would be more popular than this band. But Inter Shikari has 700,000 likes, where Gaslight Anthem has 300,000. So I don't know what that means in in the grand scheme of things. That means we're going to like uh, their new album twice as much as we liked uh, Gaslight Anthem's new album this year. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, so uh, expect a review from that uh, from us coming up very soon in in, in the coming months. And uh, really quick, also uh, last week, uh, so the, the the 2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were kind of listed out uh, to to the public. Uh, we get and we got uh, some some few people, so we're gonna share our thoughts on that really quick. For solo artists, we got Lou Reed and Sting as their nominations, and also the first time nominees for uh, Nine Inch Nails. Craftwork, who, who I'm not familiar with, uh, The Smiths, and N.W.A., because the N.W.A. is a very intense rock band. So these are just the nominees. They haven't been inducted. They're not the inducting people yet. So they go to the, you know, the Robert Plants and the Gene Simmons of the world, and they get to vote on it, I think. Tom Hanks also. Don't forget Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, as well as probably Mark Hoppus, I think. He's due to be a judge, I think. He was an MC in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so therefore he should be probably on the list of people voting on this. Hopefully, to never get in himself. <laughs> I I think I think Blink will probably get nominated one day. But uh, one band that's I guess is uh, making the rounds. Uh, you know, I guess it's I, making a big deal is is, is Green Day. I guess it, it's t- kind of taking the leads in the uh, nominations. People are people are kind of hyping them. I don't know why that would be controversial. They've been very successful through the years. Their first album was an EP uh, called 1,000 Hours in 1989. So that means that this is their first eligible year. So, um, yeah, it's not surprising. They've been at the mainstream success for quite some time now, for the last 20 years or so. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducts non-rock and roll artists. So I don't know what the big deal is over this, but people seem to have a controversy uh, with this, and people seem to see think that it's unexpected. I don't know. I, I I think when you and I had our you know talk you know a few weeks ago about oh who's who's going to be up, I don't think we brought up Green Day. <laughs> I feel we would have for some reason, but maybe we didn't. All I know is if Cat Stevens can get in, he's not very rock and roll at all. No, not at all. Green Day Green Day is a lot more rock and roll than Cat Stevens is, and that's why people have been keeping Cat Stevens out for all these years. But I think that this is. This totally makes sense. I don't think Nine Inch Nails is going to get in. I don't think... No, that can't happen. I think Green Day... Why, why, why not? They, they were a pretty popular band back in the 90s. Were. Oh. The Knack was also a popular band back in the 80s. <laughs> Whitesnake was also a popular band back in the 90s. <laughs> Remember Warrant? I don't think their Warrant. 1990 first album release is going to be ending up on here. So, um, yeah, I think, I, I think Nine Inch Nails... I mean, they had their heyday, but... Longevity wise, I don't know. And uh, Trent Reznor is now winning Oscars, so I don't think if I, I think if he doesn't get uh, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't think he's gonna cry too much into his one hundred dollar bills. Um, that would be a very select group of him and Jared Leto. Yeah, and, and three, very true. And three six mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Daniel Day Lewis zero Oscars, three six mafia one Oscar. <laughs> I think Daniel Day-Lewis got his finally. Oh, did he? Okay. Was making the connection between Martin Scorsese, zero uh, Oscars. Also, also Leonardo DiCaprio, zero Oscars. Right. Well, <laughs> you know. Such is life. Life is unfair sometimes. I guess so. It's very sad. So that's why Green Day will get in. All right. Do you think Green Day has a 
good shot then. Probably the, between them and the Smiths, I think, are probably their only real competition. Probably. I mean, the Smiths weren't, didn't really have longevity either. But I guess if they hit as hard as they did when the iron was hot, they might have a shot. I think as long as they don't listen to Uno Dos Tre, <laughs> the, the Green Day has a good uh, chance as long as Gene Simmons didn't hear those albums. Absolutely. So voting closes on December 9th uh, for this. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the general public has any say in this. But uh, So when Tom Hanks decides on December 9th who the, <laughs> who the winner is going to be, I guess we'll find out uh, I guess later next year. I'm just surprised. Like, There's Motley Crue. I don't know if they're in. Ooh, that's what a about good question. White Snake? Steel Panther? Those are all the same band to me. Judas Priest? <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden? Yeah. Warrant. Warrant's got to be on there. If, if Warrant is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I walk. You know what fucking sucks about, what fucking sucks about this? Alice in Chains' first album came out in 1990. They're not on the list. Wouldn't that make them for next year? No, no, no. yeah, that's 15 years, sorry. I, I think. I, I'm Well, if they're saying that Green Day was 1989, that's 25 years now. Years so that, that, yeah, I, I'm confused at how they do their, their years, but yeah. whatever. It sounds like it's 25 now, but uh, I think remember you saying it was 15 before. So I, is it 25? Okay, so yeah, so maybe yeah, Allison Chains might be next year though. <laughs> they better, they better. That would make no sense to have Green Day in and not Allison Chains. We will quit the show if right. Allison Chains is not nominated at least in 2016. And and get rid of Cat Stevens then. <laughs> <laughs> we want him removed from the record. <laughs> Ronstadt. I don't know what the hell she thinks she's... That's not rock and roll. <laughs> Adam, my good man, you're five minutes in. How are you feeling? So far, so good. The burrito has cooled. Although it seems like I've taken a lot of bites, yet there's still so much more to go. It just keeps coming. So uh, I'm gonna post a picture of this online so people can see it, but uh, you can't really see the inside. So what did you what did you order? The killer burrito with carnitas. It has beans, rice, tomatoes, uh, a bunch of other crap, and uh, you know, the, you know, typical burrito stuff. Okay. So I'm looking at a wall of winners right now. There are a lot of winners on there do you seem optimistic five minutes in they all appear to have much larger heads than i do so i'm thinking i'm not gonna make it because i'm my head is not big enough to fit on that wall <laughs> all right continue eating i'm gonna check in on you like maybe 10 minutes all right buddy 15 minutes in how you feeling you're you're like more than halfway done actually i know <laughs> keep chewing um it's happening <laughs> it, it's not happening i believe in you 
you don't have you you you're, you're not you're not imploding with beans and rice. Some some sometimes you just gotta let some gas pass first. Do you need to stand up and just kind of do some squats? Do the, the Adam Richmond little jump around thing? No, I think I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on eating. All right, but I'm gonna stop before it before you know it comes back up. Okay. Are you feeling like tight right now, or? I'm pretty tight. All right. All right, man. We'll, we'll check back with you in a few minutes then. Taken a rest. You are 25 minutes in. Has it been that long? <laughs> it seems like it's been three hours. I'm sure. It seems like I just started, really. <laughs> but I've got good news for you. You basically just have scraps left. Scraps. Do you think this is about half a pound of the four and a half pounds right now? I'm gonna say three quarters of a pound. You got three quarters of a pound to go. I think it's all in your head. What do you think? I think that every time I take a bite, I'm not sure. If it's going to go down, <laughs> or if everything's going to come back up. Think of this. Think of it this way: you're burning calories the more you chew. So the more you burn calories, the more space you're making in your stomach. I like your logic. Yeah. Use that. You you can do it. You got scraps, man. I'm going to take a picture right now. Okay, take a picture. If I don't have it by 35 minutes, should I throw in the towel? There is no time limit. How do you, how are you how are you thinking though? You think 35 minutes is your wall? I think that might be my wall. 35 minutes to take down like three quarters of a pound? That seems so easy on in theory, doesn't it? Yeah, for someone who hasn't already eaten four pounds of food. Yeah, it seems easy, right? <laughs> All right, man. I believe in you. Scraps. I worry about the people in like in in like Nicaragua. No, no, Ethiopia. They would want you to finish. <laughs> they would look at this and be like, oh, I can eat for a week. That is a year's worth of food in Nicaragua, and you're going to throw it out. I would feel terrible. I have to do it for... The do it for the children, Adam. Do it for the children. Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Two bites away. How many minutes are we at? Did we hit 35? Uh, we are at, uh, you are at uh, 45 minutes in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Time is flying, yes. Two bites, two big bites. Two fork-sized bites. It's very doodle, and you got to lick your plate. Well, I will, I will lick my plate with pride. Um, I'm, I'm fearful. Like I said, it's not getting it in the mouth. It's getting it down the pipe. Ayo! <laughs> and making sure it stays down. I believe in you, man. Dude, I am so jittery right now. Like, I am shaking. I am so excited. You, I'm gonna keep on trying. All right, you can do it. You're 45 minutes in, two bites away. I'm gonna check up on you. All right. Sorry, I've wasted so much of everybody's time. <laughs> no, dude, I'm having a blast actually just doing that. I, yeah, dude, you're doing you're doing great, man. So keep keep at it.
Adam, your final goddamn bite for Ethiopia, damn it! Do it for the starving children. He's gonna do it. This is gonna be the hardest part. This is for America. This is for all the people out there who thought that they couldn't do it. I still have more to go after this. But for all the people out there who didn't believe, believe in yourself. One day you too can be a lard ass. <laughs> Woo! Final bite is in his mouth. Well, sort of. <laughs> Alright, do it, man. He's, Lick the plate, man. He's, you're done. You're done. You got. Adam, you are a god amongst men. You know that? Woo! You had your doubts in the beginning, my good man. That uh, even five, even like 15 minutes in, you said you weren't going to do it. Now look at you. You are the newest champion at uh, Chili Red's Killer Burrito. He, ki he killed the burrito. We'll see if the burrito kills me later this evening. But wow, that was like... I give Adam Richmond props. Yeah. I would sit there and watch those shows and just be like... This is easy. What? what a wuss. What a wuss. And he's a fat man. This should be even easier for him. But I, I can't believe I did it. I feel really weird. <laughs> How are you feeling? Because I've never had five pounds of Mexican food in me. Um, there's this weird sense of just you're not sure what's going to happen next. <laughs> Do you have room for dessert? I do not. <laughs> My wife made you cupcakes, by the way. <laughs> I know, and they look so good. And I'm so glad I didn't eat the one before we left. That probably would have hindered you really bad, really badly. But I'm so proud of you, dude. You really, you really did it. And it's your birthday. I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> you are an idiot, but uh, you, you did great, man. You should be proud of yourself. Okay, I will be. Now listen to my reviews of music. <laughs> really quick, though. Do you have any last words for the children out there? The children, specifically for Ethiopia, just, you know, just never give up. One day you will have five pounds of burritos in you. I think what's good is to starve yourself like Mike and I do for so long. That way when we get presented with a challenge like this, we just power through it. We make it happen because we've been so hungry for so long. <laughs> and remember, kids, always take the stairs and also be anorexic. That was a crazy burrito. Can you believe that after I was done eating, that the whole restaurant was so proud of my accomplishment that we just went into straight orgy? Mm. Our wives, our friends, our cousins. <laughs> Cousin fucking. The wait staff, the chefs in the back, everybody got a little piece. I, I wasn't. I I didn't know that it was going to happen like that. I'm I'm excited. I was so full. I didn't think I could perform, but I think it helped my stamina. Yeah, you got it up at least. You got it up at least. All I guess all the protein that you ate just kind of helped with your uh, stamina and just keeping the erection. 
And I realized that I dealt with so much poop today. I picked up dog poop. I changed my baby's diaper three times. Dealt with my own poop. And then I ate a burrito that was filled with beans that all looked like poop. It's been just a feces brown day. The best birthday ever. <laughs> it's exactly how you expected to spend your 34th birthday. When I was a young man at age 10... And I was sat- sitting there at my birthday party. I said, someday there will be a giant burrito, an orgy, and a podcast. I don't know why I put those three together in that order, in that order but it finally happened, and I was right. <laughs> well, I'm so proud of you for getting as far as you did. Suspense. <laughs> uh, but uh, you wanted to uh, sound off because you had some uh, records that you wanted to share with us today. As long as you don't have an episode of, of The Flash you want to review. Okay, fine. I will sound off really quick. Gotham, still okay. The Flash, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, Agents of Shield, all right, I'm still enjoying it. So uh, I'm not too excited over the TV shows that I've been watching, but uh, so far it's been keeping my interest. So there's that. <laughs> I got that going for me at least. No stash, no show. No stash, no show. My still wife. No stash. Still no stash. My wife watched the first episode of Gotham. Oh yeah. And I walked in for Commissioner Gordon to be saying. We're going to find who killed your parents, son. If I have to gut this entire department, I will find who murdered them. Jeez, dramatic much? <laughs> Throw away my razor. <laughs> I got work to do, Barbara. <laughs> I don't have time to shave this afternoon. Season two. <laughs> so I have three albums that I want to go over real quick this week, because if I don't, I'm going to forget about them by next week. So um, first off, Daybreaker, Architects. Yeah. Finally, this is like this is a really good album. Yay! I'm I'm glad you think so. I just got done listening to um, Gone Lost Forever Lost Together this past week, and uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that. Well, and the weird thing is that Daybreaker came out 16 months prior or 16 months after yes. um, the Here and Now, where I thought that they had, you know, like I th- maybe not peaked, but at least gone backwards because they wanted to appease their fans. Yeah, like we discussed. A, there was that whole thing that you read on the Wikipedia. They're like, oh, well, our fans said our new music sucks, so I guess we got to you know, make music for our shitty fans. So I was expecting this album to go backwards, but it went progressively forwards. I really felt it was like a um, like a Visu from Thrice meets like a There is a Hell from Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, that's quite the, uh, that, yeah, that, that's quite the praise. I know that they toured with Bring Me the Horizon – at some point, um, their drummer was playing football with the members of Bring Me the Horizon and broke his arm and had to like sit out. And then the drummer from Bring Me the Horizon had to fill in for Architects. Um, then they had to like shorten their sets. So um, 11 out of 14. Wow. Very, very strong album. I'm really excited to see what happens next, even though I know there's like a three-year gap. So yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Well, I I kind of just fell off of Architects like a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I've been following them with you, and I I do feel the progression. Uh, and I yeah, like I said, I was, I'm excited to see where you see their 2014 release coming up uh, next week. Me too. So moving on to finally getting around to Motionless and White. Now that the hype has died down about that album, which went to like number one on the rock charts and number nine, I think, on the Billboard 200 altogether. So very successful album. You know, they just kind of picked up where they left off. I, I really feel they. I never have to listen to Marilyn Manson, Depeche Mode, Rob Zombie, or Nine Inch Nails because they're all kind of like 
squished together into this band. It's kind of like an amalgamation now, and they, they and if you don't know, Motionless and White, this album's called a Reincarnate. They're released from what, like a couple months ago, something like that. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, they're kind of they're a very theatrical band. They all wear makeup, they all wear goth costumes, and uh, and they have, you know, they change their last names like Chris Motionless, and it's like Ray Horror, and you know Pete Darkness or something like that. Pete Wentz. <laughs> yeah, they're, they they, they kind of go the uh, Avenge Sevenfold route when they just change their name. But not douchey like, well, we're Antichrist or whatever. Yeah. Or no, they're they're too Christ or something. They're too Christian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did like this album not as much as the previous two, but still very solid at times. Um, the there was two songs where he spelled out words a lot. They spelled out D R U G, and then later in the album they spelled out D E A D. Both songs I did not care for at all, but um, there was a lot. Your words don't spell them, <laughs> and they did that in the on the last album on Infamous. There was a song called E M E R I C A, yeah. and you know it was not the greatest song, but you know I didn't care for the spelling so much. I'm not in preschool anymore, um, but there were some really good songs on there. I gave it an eight out of thirteen. Okay. Reincarnate, I think, is a really good song. The title track. Yeah. That will probably that will that will play a role in my list of top songs of the year. I have no doubt. Yeah. I don't know if it'll I don't know if it'll make the top ten, but it's definitely it's definitely in the nominations. It's the Smiths of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees, yeah. The craft work. <laughs> so finally, lights, lights, Siberia. So many better songs than the previous album. It's just overall just a better progress progressive sounds. Not as much auto tuning. Uh, even the instrumentation, or if you can call it instrumentation, because it's all a digital album, basically. Just it's it has a very darker kind of feel. A lot more influences of dubstep and EDM, more than the vanilla pop girl, girl power kind of stuff that she was going for in the first album. Still not music that I would want to listen to very much. Okay. But the six out of thirteen songs that I I really 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 enjoyed. Um, the rest, the other seven, I could take her leave. Okay. So, um, but yes, like. Flux and Flow is incredible. Um, Fourth Dimension is incredible. Fourth Dimension is my favorite song off of that of that record. Very good song. Um, there's another one in there called Everybody Breaks a Glass, yeah, very, which is very mellow, kind of very slow song. It's a good song. Very good. For some reason, let's throw in a rapper. There's a couple songs in there where there's a couple English rappers and which they make an appearance and uh, it it is a little off putting the first time you hear it, but I guess it kind of flows in it. I still like the songs, but I sure do hate the parts that the rapper shows up. So, um, what's track 10 on that album? It's also really good. I think it's called Suspension. Oh, yeah. Suspension is a good song as well. The, the, the album ends really strongly. Except for the final song, in my opinion, it ended really strongly. Yeah. I didn't care for the last song, but, There's, you know. Uh, and counting, I believe. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, is it about Bo? It is about Bo, but uh, uh, speaking of Bo... If you go, if you go back and listen to "Bless the Falls Witness," they have a song there called 40 Days." And uh, thought that was on "Awakening." Whatever, "Awakening." Yeah, that's right. Because uh, uh, Siberia. One of the worst songs that "Bless the Falls" ever done. Uh, Siberia and uh, "Awakening" actually released on the same day, uh, and "40 Days" on uh, "Awakening" is actually part one, and "And Counting" on "Lights Siberia" is actually part two of that of their little love letter kind of "I Miss You." That is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. But, whatever. <laughs> I thought it was cute, but I, I, if, if you don't know that, that's actually, they're, they're connected. Well, I mean, since they're both in middle school still, it's, it's adorable. 
That is true. <laughs> so I gave it a 6 out of 13. I liked the acoustic Siberia versions as well. Like all, all the songs I liked from Siberia, I liked them acoustic. Do you like the acoustic version better, or do you like the original? Well, I've only heard the acoustic version once, oh, okay. but I did like the just as much. There are some songs on the acoustic version where I like better than the original, so uh, they, they it complements each other very well. If you're into, if you're into you know electronica kind of EDM kind of dance pop, go check out Light Siberia. I I definitely highly recommend it. It was actually my number three best album of 2012. Uh, so, 11. That's right. So <laughs> 11. Uh, so and, and you know Adam seems to speak favorably of it at least. So I'm she's growing on me, which is helpful. I need to watch some of her videos now. Videos are pretty dumb, but uh, <laughs> maybe not. Are, some of them are actually pretty good. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'll so moving on with Architects and Lights for next week, and then I'm going to have to throw in some Our Last Night or whatever that band name is we're going to see next month. Yeah, so, uh, yeah that's a, they're a band from, I don't know where they're from, but uh, they started off, and uh, the Screamer at least joined the band when he was 13 years old. Signed what? to Epitaph when he was 15. Fuck him and fuck his band. Fuck him and his tight little boy asshole. What's the name of the first album? Uh, my first Epitaph album is... I don't know. <laughs> if you give me two seconds, I can look it up on my iTunes here. Masterful editing. Go down to the O's and O-U-R, The Ghosts Among Us. Yes, very solid album. I think you're going to enjoy that very much. It, the... The the screamer very much sounds like a teenage boy, so if you can get past that part, I think you're going to really enjoy this album. I will do my best. Now on to processing my burrito and pooping it out over the next week to month. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. So uh, thanks for uh, checking out this week's episode. Uh, sorry for the start. Sorry it's kind of short. We didn't really have much time for plugs or anything. I didn't really prep any paperwork or anything. But uh, it, once again, it's, it's Adam's birthday. So uh, if you can, just go to our skinny page and uh, wish wish him a happy birthday, a, a little belated birthday. So I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, our show. If you if you guys have, have ever done a food challenge or have eaten five pounds of food in one sitting, let us know. Share your thoughts with Adam, and you guys can bond over it. Once again, ha- happy birthday to uh, BFF Adam, and uh, I love you very much, man. And I, I, thank you, my friend. I'm so happy we could be doing this. This is my third birthday on the podcast. Absolutely, and uh, you know, I I love doing the show with you every, each and every week, and uh, you know, it's it, it's definitely a highlight of the week for get, just having an excuse to hang out with you and talk about stuff that we're passionate about. So, again, happy birthday, man. Thanks for doing this for us, and uh, for uh, BFF Adam, happy birthday again. Uh, I am co-host Mike. And uh, go eat more Mexican food. We're in Southern California. We got the best damn Mexican food in the world outside of Mexico. <laughs> so, uh, say that our food is That's true. So, uh, I, I would say that, uh, yeah, go eat more of it. 